Tom Zalatni. And I'm Tavra Jamian. And you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Every week, we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's no such thing as bad food. Before we dig in, we'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We want to encourage you to take some time today, and every day, to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on, and with the indigenous communities of that area. So you uh, astute podcast observers, listeners, followers out there may have noticed that we did not release an episode last week, and that was because we had spent the weekend in beautiful New York City, the large apple, the greatest city in the world, Lady Liberty's hometown, NYC. NYC. I heard it. Uh, and we decided that, you know, in the spirit of taking a family vacation, we would not, you know, try to cram a podcast recording into a weekend where we were, you know, out of town. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes even content creators need to take a vacation. But hey, <laughs> we would never take a vacation without bringing you back some of that good, good, fresh, cold content. Ooh, baby. We brought some souvenirs this time around from New York, and we're here to talk about it for you today. And by that, what we mean is, as is typical for us when we go on vacation, most of what we did was eat. The The main focus of our trip was friends and food, and we got a little of both. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a good time, and we're going to tell you about the food we ate. Yeah, that's it. We, we'll give a little shout out to uh, our patron, Chantal, formerly first Chantal, currently second Chantal, but deep in our hearts, eternally first, kind of. And also just drove us to New York for a weekend, so like, maybe first again? I don't know. She's nudging up the points. She's nudging it up. Yeah. There's some um, nudging happening. There's some nudging happening. Yeah. She drove us down. She drove us up. She took us to Trader Joe's. Yeah. What Um, more could you want, really? I mean, really, truly. Yeah. Truly. Uh, Also, a little shout out to uh, Eric Silver and Amanda McLaughlin from Multitude, uh, lovely podcast network folks out in New York City, in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We met up with them, got some tasty food we'll mm-hmm. talk about in a minute as well. Uh, uh, it was so nice to meet them in person. Yeah, and they gave us some shorts for me that was nice. <laughs> yeah, they gave Tom shorts. Like, actually, they were like, we were like, uh, can, oh, can we tell the whole story? I think we have to tell the whole story, yeah. right? So we get to, we, we split up the trip down to mm-hmm. New York City, and we stayed with uh, with <laughs> Chantal's sister. Shout out. Thank you. Um, and Tom's getting dressed in the morning and goes... <laughs> I, I packed your shorts. I packed your shorts instead of my shorts. So at this point, the only pants that I have with me for this trip are the work pants that I wear that are like long black pants. Now, I have to say, with me and Tom, the main difference in our in our clothes fit is height. Like mm-hmm. Tom is six feet tall. I am five two short. Uh, but otherwise, we have similar dimensions. Like we can wear each other's shirts more or less. Yeah. Or, um, and I could have fitted these shorts. Well, you did. Yeah. Uh, uh, much to my glee um fit into the shorts but the shorts that are a a three inch inseam on me i mean i guess they're still a three inch inseam Mm -hmm. but they were real hoochie daddy and despite me trying very hard to convince you to wear the hoochie daddy khakis you did not agree to 
Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I, 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 they fit. I could have worn them. I didn't necessarily feel like it'd be appropriate. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a phenomenon that some of you who have hairy bodies will understand Im- implicitly from me saying this sentence that I think would have been not great to inflict on the people around me. Some things weekend. you need, some things you need a wax for. I understand. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't want to wax, uh, and I didn't want to wane. So instead, I whined about it. And uh, <laughs> as I was whining about it, Amanda goes, well, wait, hang on a second. I have this bag of clothes that we're taking to the thrift store and pulls out two pairs of shorts that Eric had gotten by accident and was <laughs> planning to donate to the thrift store that are super fucking comfy. So comfy. And my size. And extremely cute. And extremely cute. I like them because they're the kind of shorts you wouldn't buy for yourself, mm-hmm. but will absolutely wear. I have absolutely worn yeah. and enjoy, yeah. Because when you buy clothes for yourself, you're like, I don't know, I feel like I can just wear a t-shirt and one pair of jeans for my entire life. Yeah. Um, and but, simple. Uh, yeah. Th- yes. But then when somebody gives you something that's a little more... F- fancy mm-hmm. you get very happy about it yeah. yeah so so shout out to eric and amanda for the shorts because uh, saving the day it was so hot otherwise it was so hot it yeah. was saturday was so hot sunday was a lot cooler yeah sunday the worst thing that happened was just that i uh, accidentally failed to mine the gap in the new york subway and uh i did did myself an ouchie on my leg but, i think the- you know Part of that whole incident that like boob like boggles me the most mm. um, is that we take the metro with our children all the time. Mm-hmm. So basically, what happens is we're in we're in a subway station. I haven't realized it at the time, but this station is where a line is beginning currently, and uh, there are two trains, one on each side. On the right side is a train that people are getting off of. On the left side is a train that no one is currently getting off of. So I assume. That that means that the train on the left side is going to depart imminently. Mm-hmm. Toby gets right on that train. <laughs> no, no question, no hesitation. No hesitation. He's hopped up on the seat. He hops he's, right he's, in. He's like grinning ear to ear. Now, with the information I have in that moment, I assume this train is going to have its doors shut any second, and I panic and I'm like, "Oh shit! Wait, no, Toby!" And I try to like you know run in to catch up with him, and rather than you know successfully running into it uh i miss because there is more of a gap there than so apparently at the ends of the train it gets narrower so the gap gets a little wider uh but also in montreal there's no gap yeah so i'm used to no gap and at this up till this point i have not got boarded at the end of a train at any point so i'm used to a slightly less gap also and uh i just miss and i just you know in that moment of panic thinking i gotta get my kid off this train because i don't know where it's going uh, I go straight in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my leg is still very bruised. <laughs> and, Thank uh, God not broken or uh-huh. worse. There yep. were so many parts of that situation that could have uh-huh, gone uh-huh. so much worse. The train was not departing imminently. No. It was, in fact, the correct train. Yeah. It was uh, the first one in the line. <laughs> Toby <laughs> knew, and we should listen to him more. I guess. I guess. The security guard, after making sure I was okay, said to me, I can't tell you how lucky you are that you're fat because... I've seen so many skinny fuckers do exactly what you just did and end up with broken legs. <laughs> you, my friend, are just going to get a bruise. Never go on a diet. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Hell yeah. Never go on a That's diet. That's the positivity I'm That's here where for. That's where we're at. The, I think that guy came over expecting to see a fight with how loud and vehemently you were swearing with your leg caught in the gap. I mean, maybe. And was just kind of relieved maybe. Um, that it was not a big emergency. Yeah, I don't know. 
In any case, it could have been worse. Could have been worse. Could have been better. <laughs> could have been worse. <laughs> but let's talk about the food. Yes, because the food also could have been much, much worse because it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Let's do this chronologically. Yeah, let's do it. So we uh, first thing we eat when we get to New York, where do we go? I mean, apart from our hotel. The first place we went was Edith's. That's right. In Brooklyn. Edith's sandwich counter in Brooklyn. Met up with Eric and Amanda there. Shout out to Eric and Amanda for putting us onto this place. Yeah. Uh, And also for ordering ahead for us because we were running late. Yeah, that's it. I I think Eric told me about Edith's for the first time like a year and a half ago, maybe. And uh, I've been wanting it ever since. And we finally got a chance to try it out. Uh, If you're not familiar, they do fantastic bagel sandwiches with uh, all kinds of tasty stuff stuffed Mm -hmm. in the middle uh what did you get again you got the pastrami i got the pastrami because listen folks you can't get pastrami in montreal Mm -hmm. people will say smoked meat is the same it's not Mm -hmm. it's not the same Mm -hmm. um pastrami is its own thing and i missed it uh they do a thing where they put a latka in a bagel sandwich and that is like that's what got me like i i'm not a huge sandwich person Mm -hmm. i think it's having been gluten-free for a significant part of my life Mm -hmm. i just kind of like i did i i lost the sandwich bug. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, I like a good sandwich. Sure. But oh. you don't necessarily gravitate toward no, it. No, but I'm trying to remember, where did we have that really good roast beef sandwich? That's coming later. That's coming we had a later. really yeah. good roast. That that kind of sandwich I'm here for. Mm. Um, but I'm not usually someone who will order a sandwich off the menu. I'll usually order something else. Um, but when I saw that they had put a latke in a bagel and there's pastrami. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is what I have to eat. Yeah. There's two things that they're like best known for. One of them is their like bacon, egg and cheese sandwiches on bagels that also come with a latka inside it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they've done a few variations, obviously. So you got the one with pastrami instead of bacon. Yeah, yeah it was a, it was yeah. an egg and cheese yeah. that also happened to have pastrami and, and a latke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got the bacon one, the classic, uh, but I also got a second sandwich that had like a lox scrambled egg patty with the cheese like melted into it. That was absolutely Yeah, divine. you loved that. It was really you were, good. You were very it into really that. really good. Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing that they're like best known for is their tahini iced cafe. Oh my God. I'm so, so glad you brought that up because I was about to talk about it. It's so, so good. Because other people were ordering for us and I get weird sometimes, I was like, I don't know if I can order this because I don't know if I'm allowed to have drinks because um, I don't know. Drinks are, are a nice thing and like I'm not really supposed to have nice things, um, but I did. Uh, uh, screw my courage to the sticking place and ask for one and I'm so glad I did on the menu it's the iced cafe slushy and it says our famous drink mm-hmm. cold brew tahini oat milk and simple syrup combine to make the signature iced cafe slushy now I'm not uh my ancestors are gonna get mad at me <laughs> I'm not a huge tahini person sure. I don't love sesame mm-hmm. um and so I was like I have to try this yeah you know I am an absolute slut for cold brew. Like, if there's cold brew on the menu, I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is going to be interesting. But lately I've been eating weird smoothies. I've been putting little ground-up seeds in my smoothies. And I was yeah. like, this is not going to be so different from when I put sesame seeds in my smoothie. Right. Because food should be just a little bit like punishment. Yeah. So, like, I tried this. It is so good. It is It is so good. It really, it's, yeah. It's oat milk and tahini, and it's got the creaminess of uh, uh, cream 
Like it's got, it tastes like, this is what I said about halfway through. I was trying to place what it reminds me of. And it reminds me of the Tim Hortons ice cap. Yeah. Which if you're from New York City, you probably don't know. But if you're in Canada, you've probably had several of. I feel like I don't think there's a Timmy's in New York City. Isn't there? There are some up in like Vermont, but like, and like, I think Northern New York, but they're all close to the border. There are a few, it doesn't look like there's any like in the city proper, yeah. but there's like in like Queens and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it tastes inexplicably like an ice cap. It tastes like an ice cap grew up and moved to New York City <laughs> is what it is. Like it tastes like a sophisticated ice cap, but it has that like sweetness and creaminess and coldness mm-hmm. that just like sustains you. Yeah. I like, so I've known about this drink for a couple of years now, right? And I have always been really intrigued by it because I was like, ah, oh, tahini in a coffee. Like, is that going to be that good? Like, mm-hmm. eh, I don't know. I was worried it was going to be a lot more tahini heavy than it is. Yeah, it's just like a little nutty note. It's a perfect amount. Yeah. Where it's in there, you taste it, yeah. but it doesn't overwhelm and make you go like, I just feel like I'm drinking hummus, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I was worried. I was like, is this going to taste like hummus and coffee? Okay, but, it but have you not had like s- the sweet tahini based stuff? Yeah, yeah. Because like course. halva is like, yeah. t- like sweet tahini based. No, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. But but that's it. Like I think you I never just like, you know. had tahini and honey sandwiches growing up? Tahini and honey sandwiches? No. Yeah. And sprouted whole wheat bread? No. I, uh, <laughs> I ate corn dogs and uh, moving uh, it's on. It's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds all right. It sounds all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was Edith's. They also did a, uh, these cookies that were really nice. Oh, I forgot about the cookies. How would you describe this? It they're was like oatmeal a, lace cookies. Lace? Yeah, that's what they're called. Okay, okay. That's, so these cookies I'm familiar with. Mm. My grandmother had a recipe, and we always called them grandma's oatmeal cookies. Sure. I have the recipe. I should bake them soon um, because they were my grandpa's favorite cookie. And I just, they're, they're an oatmeal cookie that is primarily buttery and sugary. Uh, it has less, it's not chewy and thick the way you think of an oatmeal cookie, it it melts out onto the pan and becomes mm-hmm. very thin and very lacy. Yeah. Uh, almost like a, a, what are they called? The ones that you roll up. Like a brandy snap or like, a, there's another one that I'm forgetting now that you like dip half in chocolate. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, they're really good. Yeah. They show up on British Bake Off a lot. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I have to confess, my grandmas are still my favorite. Hey, that's fair. I'm going to make them for you sometime because those ones that we had were chewy still mm-hmm. and you could like roll them up they were still like malleable kind of mm. um and the ones that like our recipe they like get shatteringly crisp okay okay but they're still like melt in your mouth buttery yeah um and that's just like a you know crispy versus chewy chocolate chip cookie sure. like preference of mine yeah um which but, is fair but i love an oatmeal lace cookie <sighs> i'm not trying to give them any shade for not being as good as my grandma's like that's a high bar yeah and they're really good and if you haven't had an oatmeal lace cookie it's a good place to do it yeah definitely i realized we uh we did not in fact start chronologically because if we're starting chronologically we have to give a little shout out to me for making the road trip sandwiches that we ate on the way down that's not in new york city no i guess that's true that's not new york city food you finished yours in the city didn't you 
Oh no, not no. even the next. And that's morning. not New York yeah. City. We're talking about New York City food. I know. I'm just until you open a pasta casareccia in New York City. <laughs> just seeing my sandwiches were good. That's you made all. really good sandwiches. You guys switched up the sausages for the sausage rapini sandwich, and it was the right it move. It was really good. That's um, all. That's if you guys are in saying. Montreal and you want a good sandwich, go to Pasta Casareccia. But we're not talking sandwich. about Montreal food. No, we're right not. Now. So the next thing we did was in the evening we went to a restaurant to get dumplings and other things we went to it's called the real kung fu it's in times square it's uh michelin like not michelin stars but like the michelin guidebook recommends it's in the zagat guide yeah it's famous for having hand-pulled noodles um and also having really good dumplings um and we went there with my dear friend shivani who has been my friend since i was 11 years old and lives in new york city and has been trying to get me down there for years um <laughs> and it was really really nice to go out to dinner mm-hmm. together uh this place was very good yeah this so like we were talking about it after and i think we're a little spoiled because montreal has very good chinese food we do yeah um and like specifically a lot of really good hand-pulled noodles <laughs> and soup dumplings yeah so like we come from a city where we can get a lot of this. And so I think that it could have been, like, to somebody who does not live somewhere where you can get hand-pulled noodles and soup dumplings a lot, Yeah, this would be, like, mind-blowing. And for us, it was like, yes, this is very good. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But, like, you know, familiar also. So I really liked just the basic soup dumplings. They were so pretty. They're mm-hmm. like swirly. Yeah. By the way, folks, if you want to see photos of our trip, uh, check out the hashtag MBFDoesNYC. And there's a whole bunch of photos you can find. <laughs> so for dumplings, we got pork soup dumplings and we got the vegetarian uh, fried mm-hmm. dumplings. Which were really Which come nice. in a green wrapper that's yeah. like purely aesthetic. But we're so packed with veggies. Mm-hmm. So packed with veggies. Which I really appreciate it because I feel like a lot of the time when you get a vegetarian dumpling they don't really fill it that much yeah or it's like just cabbage yeah it's like just cabbage and carrot yeah and this was like dark green there was like dark greens in it it was like it was like very densely vegetal yeah it was Um, nice it wasn't just like a a meat (laughs) filling without the meat in it yeah they also had some nice uh was like a duck pancake oh no it was not a duck pancake what was it uh, called there were two things there was the scallion pancake yeah which came with beef was that your first that's time right. having a scallion pancake uh with beef in it yes okay i yeah. love scallion pancakes. yeah that's right then the duck was buns it was just so it was it was steamed buns with there duck so go. those were the two that really stood out to me because those we don't have as much here mm-hmm. um and i love scallion pancakes really nice yeah and or maybe we just don't get them maybe we just need to find them they're not um they're not like specialties at the places that we go to yeah that's that's all. Yeah. And the 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 duck buns they were the steam buns but like fried on each side um with peking duck inside and like so one thing about me is that like a chinese bun with barbecued meat inside like the, I'm I love those like whether whether they're steamed or baked or whatever I love them so much I will always go for them. Um so it was just extremely nice to have one but like the duck was excellent yeah um i love duck it was really that good. was a highlight that was really really good yeah. i wished that we had had a mini fridge in our hotel room because i wanted to save it and have it for breakfast don't get me started on things that i wish had been <laughs> true about our hotel room because at the price point that we paid for it i i'm really not impressed but that's uh you know yeah we're not talking about 
the hospitality, but I just won't, you know, mm-hmm. we just, I don't think we need to drag them or praise them. No. We I've were at a hotel in it. Times Square. <laughs> it was fine. Sorry, do you mean you've X'd about it? I refuse to say I can't, that. I cannot believe you're still hanging oh out with Elon. God, I'm not. Um, <laughs> um, so the next thing that we ate was uh, on the way back from Chinese food, Toby got a snow cone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Very and important. And Rhea got a... Uh, just a twist ice cream cone with sprinkles. Nice, nice. I think she made the better choice because Toby's yeah, he snow wasn't cone impressed was, with his snow cone. No, neither was I. It was clearly like it was frozen in a in a vacuum seal bag, and yeah. he just pulled it out of the freezer and opened it up for us. But you know, it was also like dessert, so it was fine. He was excited about it. He was it. excited. That's it. So yeah, next that, morning that gets us through Saturday. <laughs> I think before we do Sunday, should we go to the uh, yeah? Let's go to the mid roll, then we'll get into the morning into Sunday. Let's do it. Because oh boy, if you thought we're done, we're only getting Not started. Even close. Here we go. Ooh, baby! If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. For every new rating and review we get during the month of Augie Doggy, we'll be donating two dollars to the Depot, our local food bank here in NDG. What you don't like, Augie Doggy? I just wasn't ready for it. Continue. (laughs) The Depot can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need. So by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating or review of our show, you are basically donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. That's one snow cone in New York City. (laughs) There's literally no other way to turn zero into snow cones. So if that math is exciting for you, go do it. You can read all about what the Depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode. If you join our Patreon, you'll get access to our new monthly newsletter. It's here. Yeah. It's queer. Yeah. It's full of food. Yeah. The No Bad Food Recipe Club. Yeah. Where each month we'll post new recipes for you to try out and share with your friends and family. Mm -hmm. We got some exciting salad-y recipes Mm -hmm. in there for this month, uh, including a family secret recipe for Mm -hmm. me. So, And a bean salad that's currently giving me gas (laughs) because we ate it earlier. It was so delicious, though. I ate too much of it, I think. You wooed me with your bean salad. (laughs) Uh, If you aren't already a member of our Patreon, please consider joining up at patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod today. We are not above being bribed into giving you a special title. It's true. We've done it before. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention one thing about snow cones because, you know, we are ultimately an educational podcast. Yeah. Rhea and I went to the library before the trip to mm-hmm. get her books because she's currently at the, like, inhaling four graphic novels a day stage. Mm-hmm. And one of the books she got uh, is called Yummy, A History of Desserts by Victoria Grace Elliott. Yes. Um, it's great. It's really good. It's really good. I enjoyed it. But it talks about ice cream and the history of ice cream. Mm-hmm. And this is probably a lot of people know this already, but the earliest forms of ice cream were just like snow with stuff poured over it. Yeah. So essentially a snow cone. Yeah. And I just thought that was fun and neat. Yeah. Uh, it's a good book. Check it out. Yeah. Really good. If you uh, if you're into like, I mean, if you like our show, you'll probably like that book because that yeah. book is, is a like fun look at fun facts about yeah. food history. Exactly. You know, with, with. It's extremely cute. Really nice art yeah really yeah. nice art it's extremely cute and it's extremely informative yeah. um, i enjoyed it Check and it it's very global uh mm-hmm. which i appreciate a lot like a lot we've talked about this before that a lot of food history will be very eurocentric mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and it's not at all which like especially when you're talking about ice cream is essential <laughs> because like 
Once again, Middle East, cradle of civilization a little bit. I'm like, I'm like hesitating saying that, mm-hmm. but I do feel like all of the major like cultures, like all of the major continents hit it with, with the exception of Turtle Island. Anyway, I enjoyed it. Snow cones. Snow cones. So Sunday morning, bright mm-hmm. and early. We yeah. packed, I just want to like take a moment to say we packed so much stuff into the 36 hours we were in the city. Truly, truly. Um, I think it was worth it. I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. But man, if we had been there one more day, we would not have packed the days so tight. No. Yeah. So Sunday morning we wake up, we, uh, we want to go get breakfast mm-hmm. before doing things for the day. And uh, rather than trekking like far or anything, we go, okay, what's right across the street from our hotel? Oh, a little cafe slash like grocery store kind of thing called Pret-a-Manger. Well, to be perfectly honest, first we went looking for Starbucks. Yeah. And because we had credit to use on Starbucks in the hotel, but the line was always so incredibly long. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went looking for a Starbucks and we found one. I don't know. New York is just fancy. Um, and it was like you had to order online and then pick up your drinks. And I don't know if that's what something you all do now, but I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, there so was like no order Starbucks. counter. So we're like, oh, let's go <laughs> find another one. Turn the corner and there's a Pret-a-Manger. Yeah. And we were like, this looks super cute. Uh, I guess it is a chain that you people have. But it was really nice. Yeah. It was really great. That's it. I discovered that Rhea likes like yogurt and granola, which is something I had no idea she liked. A good thing to find out. Yeah. uh, That's really (laughs) handy to know. And they had nice Um, little croissants and decent cold brew. They were surprisingly good croissants. Yeah. I was really ready to be a croissant snob, but those Mm -hmm. were like surprisingly good. Yeah. um, For Americans. (laughs) And uh, I I think the U.S croissant game has stepped up in the years I've been away. Yeah, I mean it's it's also a, like across the street from a hotel in Times Square, right? Like it, they they probably have to be a certain level of decent to get away with selling croissants there. I don't know. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but they were good, and the guy who worked there was lovely. Um, yeah. I so we got breakfast, and then I realized I'd forgotten to get any breakfast for me because I had typically been so focused on feeding my children that I had not thought about myself. And so I went back to get myself like a little parfait and was going to the cash. And he was like, "Oh, you forgot something?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just forgot to get myself breakfast." And he was like, "It's on the house. Just go eat." Yeah. I was like, oh, God. "Really kind of a really sweet." Yeah. It was good. It was yeah. a nice little start to the day. Yeah. Uh, really yeah. nice. I mean, not like it was like, yeah, as little like grab and go breakfast places go. Yeah. Pretty great. Really, really friendly. Yeah. From there, we hit uh, Battery Park, where the only thing that we ate was a Sonic the Hedgehog ice cream <laughs> bar uh, equipped with, you know, real janky gumball eyeballs. Uh, the children were so into them. Oh, yeah. Naturally. Um, they also got to pose as the Statue of Liberty with a Statue of Liberty statue, mm-hmm. like like living statue, which I think neither of them had seen a living statue before, which <laughs> was kind of surprising to me. Um, we do have those here. Like, we do have them, but yeah. I guess we just don't go in those areas. Yeah. And so... <laughs> we don't go where the living statues cool. go. <laughs> well, I think because, like, when I was, not Toby's age, but, like, Rhea's age-ish, I lived so close to Harvard Square mm-hmm. that I was really used to things like that. Sure, yeah. And so it was, I was just kind of like 
A child of nine, almost ten, and she's never seen a living statue. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. They yeah. were just like, how does he stand so still? How does she-? Well, no, they were like, how does she stand so still? And like, really just like amazed. They're like, it's a real person. <laughs> um, it was really cute. We yeah. had some really cute photos from that. that. Nice. And then we headed over to uh, just continuing our tour of... Uh, food chains in New York City <laughs> um, and re-emphasizing that like there's good food everywhere mm-hmm. we went to Italy yeah now this was partly for you professional R&D like yeah. we wouldn't have gone out of our way to go to Italy if it had not been like part of Tom's job basically to yeah. do R&D my my boss uh, my boss like semi-jokingly said he was going to give me a stipend to go to Italy and do a little R&D uh, but then also gave me a bonus on my paycheck the yeah. week before we left and so I was like okay like I know he was joking but I'm still going to go <laughs> you know? I did not realize that I thought it was sincere <laughs> Um, yeah, so we we checked it out. It was very cool. Uh, for those who are not yeah. familiar, Italy is a chain of uh, Italian grocery slash restaurants. Yeah. Uh, lots of prêt à manger, you know, ready to go kind yeah. of stuff. Um, lots of really really nice, tasty things. Lots of imports. Um, yeah. Now I had been to one before because mm-hmm. friend of the show Lizzie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. loves Italy mm-hmm. and took me to one in Vegas uh, for her wedding. Right. But it was really fun to go, and I got yeah. a gnocchi press. Yes, yes. I I figured like while we're there, we need to bring something home with us, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you got that, and I got uh, I got a copy of a book written by the like creator of the place uh, about like accidental food discoveries throughout history. So I'm excited to take a look at that. Uh, Uh, And that's where I had the really good sandwich. Yes, yes. Which was was your sandwich that I stole (laughs) half of because it was extremely good. It was really good. Yeah. So I saw. So the kids were cranky while we were there. It it was. Everybody was cranky at that point. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we need to just like get some food that we can eat in a park across the street, like just plop on a bench, eat some food, get these kids fed and and no longer cranky. So we grabbed a focaccia that was really nice. And we grabbed, I grabbed a little sandwich because I was like, I'm going to need a sandwich. Like I cannot survive off just bread. The kids will be fine with just bread. I need some meat. Mm -hmm. And they had a roast beef sandwich with arugula. Yeah, it was a roast beef sandwich with arugula and like a, a nice like house Dijon like. Yeah, it was. I can tell you pretty much exactly what was on that sandwich because that is a sandwich I love uh, <laughs> and have made for myself. And like, I took a bite out of it and was like, "Oh, this is my sandwich." Right. This is arugula, or you know, you can use whatever greens. But they had arugula. There was tomato. There was Dijon. There was mayo, mm-hmm. uh, and there was really good roast beef. Really there good. may have been cheese. I don't think there was. I yeah. think it was just a really creamy mayo. Yeah, no. I can't remember. I don't put no. cheese on. Anyway, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was, I love, this is this is where my sandwich exceptionalism kicks in because yeah. I love a good roast beef sandwich. Yeah. I am a yeah. sucker for a good roast beef sandwich. <laughs> I always have been. It was like one of those deli meats that was like a little too expensive for mm-hmm. my parents to get all the time. So right. when we got it, I would just be like, <laughs> with a little mustard. Oh my God. Just yeah. so, that was so good. Oh yeah. It was perfect. I wish I had gotten a whole one for myself. Thank Honestly. you for sharing yours. Well, of course. <laughs> the focaccia was also great. The I feel like I have to put it, have put it out there. Like we got oh, a focaccia yeah. that had like um, tomatoes and onions and olives. And mm. um, it was basically a pizza without cheese. Yeah, it was really good. But with focaccia. And it was like the kind of focaccia that like you squeeze it and the olive oil comes out. Like yeah. it was it was so good. It was divine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from there, we went to the subway where 
I injured myself. Yeah, uh, and yeah. then from there, we went back to the hotel for a bit to uh, ice my wound and stuff. Get before, everybody in a better know. mood. Everyone was oh, so yeah. cranky yeah. at that point. Well, because I injured because you myself. Because hurt yourself badly. Like, <laughs> Everyone was stressed after I got hurt, and then Toby really wanted to go straight to the Nintendo store, because yeah. I said we were going to do that, but then I got hurt, so he was mad that we had to go back to the hotel. But and if was, we had gone know, straight to the Nintendo store, he would have been a disaster. Well, and also, uh, frankly, after injuring myself, you know, <laughs> retrieving his reckless self from a train, <laughs> I didn't really feel like acquiescing to his wants in that moment. So, <laughs> thankfully, there was a big TV yeah. uh, in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. So they got to watch some Disney. Junior. They got very. So they don't watch TV, right? Like they watch like like they. I'm not saying they don't watch screen time. That our oh, children have yeah, loads of screen tons. time, uh, so much. But they usually watch like on streaming services, yeah. right? So like tuning into a channel and you get what you get was like this novel thing for them and like having shows advertised was this novel thing and like they were just like they were so into it they really got into it they really got into it it was very cute so we went back to our hotel room I jerry-rigged an ice pack for you it It worked Uh, and your scrape didn't get infected right so I did okay with the soap and water is it swollen and full of pus I don't think so. Then it's not infected. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. And then we went to the N- Nintendo store, which was a lot Where of Where we did not eat anything. No. But it was fun. Well, t- Toby did buy some candy. Toby did buy some candy. Toby got some candy from the Nintendo store. He talks about it a lot. He loved it. He loved it. So then, then. The donuts. Oh, the donuts. Yeah. Those were good donuts. I think that place was just called Dough. It was just called Dough. Yeah. Uh, Also near Times Square. Next door to the Nintendo store. Yeah. So like if you're not (laughs) like if you're not noticing like this was not a hipster vacation, guys. We were not going to little hole in the wall places. We were not like traversing the alleyways in Harlem. Like, I don't know. We were... In Times Square, <laughs> we went to Battery Park because our children wanted to see the Queen of New York. I mean, to be fair, we did um, go to Brooklyn. We did go to Brooklyn. <laughs> we did go to Williamsburg. Yeah, so. yeah. But that's see, that's mainstream now. Yeah, I know. It's like going to the Plateau in Montreal. So this was, you know, we were there for 36 hours. It was... Uh, uh, I, hadn't, I hadn't put together just how Plateau... Yeah. That area was, but it was it, it it's truly just plateau. felt like the plateau. Yeah. Whoa. So yeah, then we were in Times Square. We went to Doe. We got six donuts, uh, and we took them to Central Park. Um, and while in Central Park eating donuts, okay, I have to shout out the hibiscus glaze mm-hmm. and the passion fruit glaze. Mm-hmm. I like a little tart acidity. They were so good. Raya picked out a chocolate stout donut. Um, we so like kids. <laughs> Sometimes, if you don't have children, you might not know this about children. Um, Sometimes they suck at choosing stuff, but you have to let them choose anyway, because it's important, one, that they feel included in the decision-making process, and two, that they learn that they suck at choosing stuff. So that they can either get better or maybe let their parents decide. Like she liked you know, it. It's important. She ate it. She liked it. It yeah. was not alcoholic. It she did didn't not... finish it. She ate like a quarter of it and was like, it's a little too much for me. Well, it was very chocolatey. <laughs> it was intense. It was yeah. a winter donut. I think that's the thing. 
Like, like you're not wrong. That's yeah, just we a were getting like sentence. hibiscus and passion fruit and lemon, and then she gets this like incredibly chocolate glazed, chocolatey thing with a cookie on it, and then we're sitting on a rock in Central Park in the full sun, and it's just which was a choice we made, and then it's just like melting, and it was messy, and yeah. you know our children do not like messy. No, I don't, they, I don't like messy. They don't like sticky. They don't like messy. <laughs> like so, uh, but it was good. It yeah. It was good. It tasted mostly like chocolate. I think it was the weak um, link out of the six. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't as exceptional. Yeah, because we the, we got this like milk one or pff, milk one. Wow, <laughs> I meant to say like latte one. <laughs> we got a milk done. <laughs> It's just milk flavor. I, I spend too much you know, time like around those, Italians. You know, like those yogurt-covered uh, raisins. It's just like a donut dipped in whatever that is. No, well, so like I spend, I spend so much time in an environment where latte just means milk. Yeah, yeah. And like I just, I just was thinking it was a donut that was latte flavored. It was a cafe latte flavor. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. I just translated that in my brain yeah, to, yeah, milk. to milk. <laughs> so a it good was a milk, milk donut. donut. Yeah. Um, no, it was good. It was, it was like really a coffee good. crunch. Oh, it was so good. Uh, there was the lemon poppy seed, which yes, was really good. There was incredible. the hibiscus, there was the passion fruit, there was the chocolate stout. And what was the sixth one? Uh, just a like regular chocolate dipped. Oh, yeah. The that Toby chose. Nice. That was great. Yeah. They were very, very good. Uh, we shared them with friends a little bit. Mm-hmm. Shivani was with us for that. Then she had to go away for a bit. Then we met up with my friend Thea, who has been an internet friend for uh, 12, 13 years and who I had not yet met in person. So that was extremely best. fun. Then we went to the playground in Central Park. So Central Park has this brutalist playground, <laughs> um, which is not like I just saw it. And I was like, this is brilliant because it doesn't look like something children are allowed to play on. Right. And like, you know, children, if there's one thing they love, especially my Sagittarius daughter, it's something that looks like they're not allowed to play on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are. Right. Rhea had a blast. Yeah. This This playground, it's just like... It looks like a ruined military fort. It's like cement and chains and little hidden tunnels. And there's like a water feature at one end. So it's damp and you can like crawl into holes and climb up ladders. But it's all very safe. It has like that really good like rubber mulch on the bottom. Like it's whoever thought of that. Like kudos. Like that's. Very, Rhea still talks about that playground like every day. It was a cool playground. Uh, I guess it's only been a week, but she's like, it was. It, it's a really cool playground. So that was fun for the children. Then from there, we <sighs> went it? back to the hotel. Oh yeah, we were just completely we, yeah. pooped. Yeah, uh, but on the way back, uh, I went up with the kids, and you went and got to pizza. grab a slice. Yes. Um, so I just went to the closest pizza place to the hotel. But in all fairness, the closest pizza place to the hotel was uh, Famous Original Ray's. Ray's or, Famous Pizza, which yeah. what I learned is that there is a dispute within this area because there are several pizza places called Ray's Famous Pizza um, and none of them have it trademarked and all of them want to have it trademarked. Uh, so we went to whichever one that was. Mm-hmm. I believe it's the we- website is Ray's Famous Pizza NYC.com, I think. Um, and that was just so delightful because it was just like a, a, you know, place that's clearly been there forever and is just about making good pizza. Yeah. I just got like large half pepperoni, half cheese 
we had a really good conversation, though, about my pizza expectations mm-hmm. and why I am always disappointed by pizza. And there were two things. One was quality, obviously, which we'll sure. talk about. Yeah, yeah. One was size. Mm-hmm. And this is a thing. Every time we order a large pizza in the city, I'm like, where is the large pizza? Yeah. Is the large pizza in the room with us? <laughs> like, because large pizzas in Montreal, they're like, what, 12 inches? Uh, no, so a, a small here is 10, a medium is 12, large is 14, yeah. extra large is 16 or 18, depending on the place. I'm pretty sure this pizza that we got was like 20 inches Why in diameter. <laughs> Why do I have that ready? Because you collect information and you store it in that squirrely little brain of yours like nuts for the winter. Yeah, little pizza nuts. Get <laughs> yeah, no, this was a fucking huge pizza. So this was a large, yeah. right? Yeah. This was a large pizza. Yeah. Um, and it was actually enough yeah. for us to eat dinner, yeah. uh, which is why I'm always like, why are you ordering like three pizzas? A large should be enough. Nope. No. Because we live here. Yeah. Okay. Well, and in so, all fairness, a lot of the time when I'm ordering three large pizzas, it's because Domino's has a deal where they're seven dollars each. Right. Right. And it's right, like you got to right. order three of them, but they're seven dollars each. All okay. right. So this was was this your first New York pizza or just your first in a very long time? First in a very long time. Impressions. Impressions. I mean, yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it. It was okay. great. I I love a good New York slice of pizza. Like mm-hmm. this was not the first time that I've had it. I right. just haven't in a long time. You can get pizza like this here, but not often and not this quality but like this style you can get you can here. get the style but it's not the same it's not the and same. this is the yeah. thing like this is what i was saying is like i had forgotten mm-hmm. it's been such a long time yeah. when i go to the states i don't usually get pizza right like when i'm in boston i'm usually a staying with family so i'm not like out getting food and be like i mean i'm getting other stuff i'm getting yeah. Frankly, I'm getting burritos. So I haven't had it in a really long time. And I've always known that I'm not. I was just like, maybe I'm not a huge pizza person. Because when we get pizza, I'm always just like, eh, it's fine. No, I'm just, I just know what good pizza is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm used to having access to it. Yeah. You know, the crust should be a delight to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was like savory and crispy and, and had the texture of a good bread. And yeah. like, it was just beautiful. Yeah. And it should be, it shouldn't be like this enormous thick mass, you know? Mm-hmm. It should be like something you can just like, like the the sauce to crust ratio on the slice should be 50-50, right? Like, it shouldn't be mostly crust. Right. It's supposed to be mostly like sauce and cheese. It's supposed to taste wonderful. Uh, the sauce was like, tangy like mm-hmm. it's just every part of it's good yeah. every part of it's good yeah yeah i've talked about it with american friends before but i had forgotten like just how much better the pizza is sure <laughs> yeah no i mean it was really great like yeah. i i think for me like this is maybe my second favorite style of pizza mm-hmm. second only to like a good like wood fire neapolitan style like i i've come to really love i know i've come to love the bougie what can i say what can i say i just yeah i like pizza 900 yeah like pizza 900 or or like melrose pizza which isn't wood fire oven but like they're they like ferment the dough and stuff like it's i'm i'm starting to like a kind of slightly more god maybe slightly more upscale uh, maybe a slightly more bougie pizza Uh, Um, but when i'm going for not that this is my like yeah boom and i think most of the time this is probably more what i would go for gave you heartburn though gave me bad heartburn because i ate half of it oh well that was a bad choice that, well that's the thing i ate half of it and then passed out yeah like of course i got heartburn yeah uh, yeah <laughs> um a thing 
man, I wish I could find this article. I'll have to find this article and we mm. can post it somewhere. But I read a really great article uh, that's talking about debunking um, Italian food history mm-hmm. and talking about how the fanaticism around uh, like pure Italian cuisine, there's scare quotes around pure, by the way, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Italy is actually an extension of fascism mm. um, because a lot of the Italian cuisine that is known as traditional Italian cuisine, including pizza, was actually developed by Italian diaspora elsewhere, especially in New York, Mm -hmm. and then imported back. And part of that article that was so interesting to me is that while pizza has always been around um, sort of in the Neapolitan region, it's like it was like Mm -hmm. it was like a peasant dish. It was like something people just like made and ate. It wasn't like there weren't, you know, pizza stalls in Rome before until it took off in New York City because there were a lot of immigrants from that particular region making pizza. Well, it's interesting. This is is making me think of a thing my boss told me at one point, which was Italians, like like Italy Italians, love to find something really tasty, really good from another part of the world, bring it to Italy, figure out how to do it themselves – Perfect it, he said in air quotes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then claim that it's been Italian the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. I, I really like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I, I kind of love that. I want to find the name of this food historian mm. uh, who calls himself a Marxist food historian uh, in Italy, and like has death threats, like. Alberto Grandi. The article that I read is from the Financial Times. It's called Everything I, an Italian, Thought I Knew About Italian Food is Wrong. Uh, and it talks, he, uh, the, the author, Mariana Giusti, um, talks with Alberto Grandi about it. Uh, it's excellent. I can send the link. Maybe we yeah, can we'll link put it. it. In the link. Um, yeah. But I was really, like, I had read that before we took this trip. Right. And it was really fun to think of it and be like, oh, we are eating pizza like actually in Mm. the place where pizza was developed right because it was then people it was like american italians who brought it back right to italy yeah uh and now it's huge in italy and now italy is saying the only way you can make pizza is this specific very narrow (laughs) specifications in american pizza (laughs) um that sounded very french but i don't know how to do uh the, the indignant let's, Italians. Let's not pretend that the French aren't similarly fashy when it oh, comes to Oh, they absolutely food. are. I mean, I think, I think fascism in, in food culture in Europe is a fascinating topic. Fascinating. And fascinating topic. Woof. And if I had the money and the time to do a million theses, that would be one of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last but certainly not least, this was no longer Sunday. This was uh, Monday morning. Monday morning. So Monday morning, we were eating and getting out. Yeah. So breakfast was going to be our only meal in New York mm-hmm. City. And so we had to find like a diner basically near the hotel where we could go get a quick breakfast you know while waiting for Chantal to wake up and drive into the city to pick us up yeah and like you know Chantal she was actually in the city she was not very far from where we were staying right drive downtown well we were waking up at the crack of dawn because of the children Chantal had the fortune of not waking up at the crack of dawn because of the children so we had time to kill and uh I was like okay let's go like get a good like diner breakfast yeah I wanted to get a really good breakfast because we were going to be on the road everybody was going to be cranky it's like we need unlimited coffee that's it yeah and uh you know, being the little musical theater gays that we are, I dragged us to Ellen's Stardust Diner. Okay, so I feel like I need to like like 
quantify that just a little bit. Sure. Because from my perspective, what happened was that I was looking at maps over your shoulder. And I was like, oh, that says Ellen Stardust Diner. That's a diner that's really close. Let's go there. No idea what it was. (laughs) I didn't know there were singing waiters until we got there. You didn't know. I didn't know. That's incredible. It was a delightful surprise. Let me tell you, those people are singing their asses off at 730 in the morning. Yeah, they were. Like... It was great. It was really great. It was so fun. Yeah. No, that's it. I, uh, like, it was not originally my plan for us to go there yeah. because, like, I figured it would be expensive and I was like, oh, you know, like, if we can just go somewhere, like, a block or two away that's, like, just a crappy little diner and just yeah, get, or, yeah. or, like, a Denny's or something, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, really what I was craving that morning was Denny's. That's what you were craving all weekend. That's what I crave most of the time. But I was like, okay, like, I'm not finding a Denny's. There's no IHOP close enough. And, like off the top of my head like eh, a shitty little diner and then you said ellen's and i was like you know what fuck yeah let's do it yeah i didn't know that you didn't know i didn't know what it was <laughs> so that that was exciting for me um yeah so you know a really good time to go is eight in the morning yeah because there was no way it's really not it too was busy. full it but there packed, was no yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no wait. but it wasn't full when we got no there. it wasn't full when we got there <laughs> yeah. it filled up as we were there that's it for those of you who don't know it's it's i mean i guess i already said it. it's a dining with diner with singing waiters if you've seen glee the diner that they work at in while they're at niata is uh this yeah but gleeified yeah. they were man like so i was not awake enough to sing but they sure were they were so good uh and they were lovely yeah just like really really lovely people um Toby requested the Gilmore Girls song. Well, we requested it on his behalf, but nobody knew it. This mm-hmm. Where You Lead by Carol King. Can't believe nobody knew it. <laughs> um, and so they just like played it over the speakers between numbers for yeah. him, and he like lost his mind, and it was really cute. It was really cute. Yeah, that was a really fun experience. Really the food nice. was good. The food was great. Yeah. I got, uh, they had like a, I think they just called it the schmear. Yeah. It was like a bagel, cream cheese, lox, capers. <laughs> The way to your heart. The tiny capers. Yeah. Which I really like and always forget that I really like. Yeah. Because I find I don't I don't find them in stores here that often, mm-hmm. but sometimes they're like just in they're restaurants. Tadiar like capers. Yeah, they're yeah. really nice. Uh, and then some like house tater tots that were very good as well. And yeah. just, you know, really, really tasty, really good, solid breakfast. Yeah. I just had my go to of French toast. It yeah. was it's it's hard to mess up and it was good. Looked like good French toast. Uh, it was yeah. good French toast. Yeah. 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 And that's a good time. That's all we ate. Then we left. Well, okay, but addendum, (laughs) final addendum. Mm -hmm. On the way back, we stopped outside of Albany to go to Trader Joe's. True. Trader Joe's, you Americans know what I'm talking about. Like, Trader Joe's is it. There's a song that I listen to frequently that I discovered on Spotify just like in a shuffle. And it's called Trader Joe. It's by Jungle Pussy. And the first line is, I think I like him more than I like Trader Joe's. <laughs> and that is how the song hooked me. Sure. It's epic first line. And I was just like, I can relate to this. <laughs> Do you like me more than you like Trader Joe's? Wow, the pause. <laughs> wow. Obviously, because I'm here, right? I'm here. It's true. I'm here. You still live here. I still live here. Where Trader Joe's is far. I didn't leave you for Joe. Yeah, yeah, I like Trader Joe's. I uh, you saw what he's got going for him, though. He's got a lot going for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we went, and I got to stock up on all my favorite little snackies, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. their their canned peaches and white grape juice, mm-hmm. and their chocolate peanut butter cups. Like, oof, oof their oof. peanut butter cups are legendary. Those dark chocolate ones. 
Yeah, they're oh so good. Oh, God. Like, the milk chocolate are also great. But the dark but chocolate like, ones are next level. And I'm trying to remember, like, we got a lot of stuff. We got I got a lot of, like, The candy ginger stuff. was so good. A lot of snacks. Yeah. For the road. Um, and then I stocked up on shampoo, which I'm not mm-hmm. going to eat, but the tea tree. And so I'm very loyal to Verb Ghost shampoo and conditioner. I've been using them for years. But I, I am only loyal to them because Trader Joe's peppermint and tea tree oil is not available here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Trader Joe's shampoo is the X I will drop them for sure. immediately if yeah. he calls for me. So Toby got very upset with me <laughs> for taking the whole shelf. Uh, I actually just took five bottles of each. Yeah. But he was just like, Mama, you have to leave some for other people. Uh, and I've been using it and my hair is very shiny. And I'm really happy about that. Yeah. I love Trader Joe's. Me too. Yeah, I remember the other snack that we got from there that I was excited about was the, the like pretzel bites. Yeah, the peanut butter pretzel yeah. nuggets. Peanut butter pretzel nuggets is what they called them. And I was That's like, I don't love nuggets for that, but I do love eating them. So, so I'll, I'll accept. Here's it. the thing: once we're driving, once we got wheels, mm. once we stop being so gay. Mm-hmm. No offense to all my rural gays. We're gonna do like a quarterly Trader Joe's trip because there is one mm. in Burlington, and there might also be one in Plattsburgh, actually. Well. But there are ones like close to the border. Sure, yeah. And so we're going to do that like every three months or something. Okay. Just like go down, stock up, get them snackies, bring them home. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Well, you know, the day this episode comes out, I am going to take the test to renew my learner's permit. So if you're listening and you work at the SAQ, how about you uh, just pass me through right away? Prayer for me. That's the one. Yeah. Pray for me. Give me your thoughts and prayers, you know. It'll be fine, I think. So that was the Big Apple, and boy, did we take a big bite. Did we eat any apples from New York on our trip? We did. We got some apples at Trader Joe's, too. That's true. I was going to say we ate almost nothing that grew organically from the ground (laughs) on that trip. (laughs) As it should be. Since we've gotten home, I've just been like, fruit, vegetable, fruit, vegetable. (laughs) I like how our last episode was about, like seasonal and local yeah. eating and this week we're like let's go to new york and eat pizza <laughs> well i mean vacation baby vacation it's true vacation. and and i mean honestly you know that is what this show is about exactly it's that there there is room in the world of good food for both yeah i'm not gonna go to tra- like to new york city and just like go to farmers markets exclusively yeah yeah doesn't sound fun they don't sing yeah they might in new york city oh boy can we get a singing farmer's market going? Can we get a singing outro going? Obviously, we only spent like two-ish days in New York. Not even, honestly. Uh, so we missed a lot. If you want us to spend longer next time, uh, join our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you've got you know stuff you think it's an absolute travesty that we didn't get to visit this time, tell us about it so that we know where to go next time. Because mm-hmm. you know, and join our Patreon so we can go next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Invite us. Drive us down. <laughs> <laughs> Put us up. Feed us. <laughs> Rub our feet. Rub our feet. Nurse my wound. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to No Bad Food. Uh, If you want to join this conversation, may God help you. Hit us up on the socials at No Bad Food Pod and individually at Teffer Bear and at Tom's Alatnine. If you like the episode and want to help us make the show even better or send us to New York again or send us to your hometown, head to patreon.com slash no bad food pod and donate. 
For as little as a dollar a month, you'll be joining the ranks of very fine folks like Chantal H, Chantal 1, uh, Gab, Thomas, Erica, Andrew, Chantal T, David, Mallory, Sarah, Nell, Carol Ann, Rachel, Aslam, and our newest patron, Anne. Shout out. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> our patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show mm-hmm. or request that we come to your town. Um, if that's exciting for you, head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and make it happen. Yeah, we also have merch and you can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends at the Pod Cavern merch store. You want to get a hat with our logo on it or get an apron with our logo on it? Get an apron! Or a t-shirt that says Hoggy Doggy Strawby Bobby. Strawby Bobby Hoggy Doggy. Strawby Bobby Hoggy Doggy. It's Oggy Doggy the right month for that. So Oggy Doggy. Oggy doggy, strabby bobby, hoggy doggy. And of course, you could support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend. Our theme music is by Zach Big Slut for Cold Brew Ingles, and our cover art is by David Stuck in Jersey Flam. You can find links <laughs> for both of them in the description of this episode. And last but certainly not least, this show was produced by Tom Zalatnite, that's me, and Tefra Jemian. That's me. And edited by Tom Zalatnite, that's, that's me, you. As part of the Podcavern Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at www.podcavern.com. See you next week. Bye-bye. understand. It just takes a little time. It takes a little time. It takes a little time with me. I hope you don't mind. We'll take it slow this time. No Bad Food is a proud member of the Podcavern Network. For more great shows like this one, head to podcavern.com. In 2017, Universal Studios announced The Dark Universe, an ambitious project that would see all of their classic movie monsters come together like some kind of horror Avengers. Only one movie was ever made, which bombed so hard they canceled the entire franchise. But what if they hadn't? On our podcast, Are You Afraid of the Dark Universe, we imagine the connected horror universe that never was. Every week, one of us pitches the other on the next movie in the universe until we grow to Marvel proportions and beyond. So far, we've tackled Frankenstein, The Wolfman, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and many more, and we're just getting started. Follow along on your favorite podcast app and ask yourself the question, Are you afraid of the dark universe? Hi everyone, I'm Tong. I'm Sam. And I'm Laura. And we are... Disney Dummies! Look, we know there are Disney super fans out there, but even the superest of fans could still be Disney dummies. That's why the three of us are on a quest to watch every single animated theatrical release in chronological order, from Snow White all the way to whatever's out right now. We dive into each movie in detail, talking about fun facts, talking about the animation, hit you with some hot takes, our favorite reviews on the internet. We even talk about who fucks. I still can't believe that's an actual segment. So join us every second Wednesday for another episode of Disney Dummies. And Pixar Pals when we finally catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Brought to you by the fairy tale whimsical depths of the Podcavern.